Hello and welcome back to Save by the Spell. Uh, it's a new season. It's 2023 and I have not recorded a single episode for the year until now. <laughs> I don't know how to say other than I've just been in a complete state of avoidance regarding this podcast. Um, not because I haven't had thoughts or things I wanted to share, but I've been just in a place of not feeling um, super clear. And that doesn't mean I've been confused. No, not in the least. Uh, some of you know, I, I was in Egypt uh, for most of December with a group of luminaries. I went with the school 22 Teachings, which is Naha Armadi's school of um, hermetic magic, um, uh, and went with her students and um, Isis and Dari from uh, Academy of Oracle Arts. And we were on a pilgrimage and doing the initiation of the Sphinx. And there's so much still that I am processing. But I think that's something that happens when you take these trips. You have to um, integrate. And, and not just one initiation, there was five initiations. And initiation is an incredible thing. Initiation... I don't think people realize initiation can be grueling and you will feel a lot of the times you'll feel like super blissed out and feel amazing and euphoric and then life starts to slowly make you feel like you are completely um, dismembered and nothing makes sense and you might feel like you have no idea who you are because there is this fact in part that you are not yourself anymore and you will never be the same. So you have to start to recollect and revision. So not only, you know, dealing with, um, you know, the recalibration of a month away from home in another country but in these sacred sites and getting to do these amazing um, life-changing rituals and having this opportunity to work with other people who are so dedicated um, I came back to write a book <laughs> that was something that also has been very cathartic because it's um you know been very personal this time around to write it's not just there's some instruction but there's a lot of personal stories and there are a lot of channeled stories I basically went through and did some channeling mediumship work channeling my ancestors and writing creatively these parables so I guess I mean maybe I'm being too hard on myself and saying that I've been avoiding my podcast but I, I just definitely haven't prioritized it because there's been other things. And um, and also I have to make some pretty hefty decisions. I had a bunch of health issues come up again. Um, but, you know, le leading me to, you know, having to do these major testings and, you know, scary things. Um, and now I have a surgery that's coming up 
um, it will also be life-changing. So it's been quite a time and I felt like maybe though timing is everything, right? Timing is everything, particularly as we are in Pisces season and we're approaching um, the spring equinox, which is the start of Aries season. Also happens to be um, my birthday <laughs> on that that cusp. I know that some people don't believe in cusps, but I am still Pisces, but just on that last degree. And then we launch into the new year and it's actually considered the astrological new year. So maybe, maybe I'm just getting more succinct with the astrological new year than the Gregorian calendar. (laughs) Anywho, you know, something that's come up a lot recently that I just wanted to talk about as we move into this fresh new spring energy aside from the weighted and heaviness of the things that are happening in the world, we have a lot of people out there who want to start fresh, who want to go after their dreams, who want to have a new beginning, but often they find themselves being afraid. They are afraid of so many things, usually based on previous perceptions of limitation, whether you've seen other people around you, you know, limited or your family's beliefs and things like that. And um, I just want to say, like, there is a point where you have to allow yourself to imagine yourself doing the thing that you want to do and why we can imagine ourselves or start to imagine ourselves is because then we can start to actually give ourselves permission to take steps that support us living those things so start imagining what it would be like to live um in accordance with the things that you know this dream that you have Give yourself permission to start there by imagining it first. And um, you're going to run into obstacles all over the place, you know, whether it's your own belief systems or it's other people around you. Because let me tell you, like, it's hard for people to see you change, not because of you changing, but because of what they think it means. I have noticed a lot of people will have um, adverse responses to when I've changed because a couple of things, they get triggered, right? They get triggered and they think that I'm abandoning them or rejecting them. Um, They also feel an uncomfortable amount of pressure that it means that they have to change. Especially if it means that if I'm changing, they might not get the same kind of access um, to me or the same amount of kind of time and care. And yeah, that can happen, you know. I also think that um, it's really important for you to protect your energy when you are changing. 
And I don't mean like hard electric fence boundaries protecting your energy because sometimes it can feel like that can feel like you want to just like shock people away because you feel so disconnected or scared of how you're changing that you end up like isolating and pushing people out. But there's this aspect of protecting, you know, your space and your new self with a little more care for a reason. And here is why. Whenever I, and there's a balance to this, right? There's a balance because yes, you want to speak your ideas into existence. And yes, you want to share things with the world. But there is a thing of sharing things too early and having other people who can't see things for you, um, whether it's their own limitations or experience or fear, uh, inhibit or hinder what you're doing or crush your dream altogether. And it's hard for, you know, some people to support you, especially people that you would think would support you, people that you've known for a long time, your friends or family that have seen you through all of these different things. Let me tell you, I know that so strongly and so potently. Because of just my own life experience. Does it mean that these relationships get disregarded or I should forget them? No. I just think that we have to remember that some people can only see us in a particular way. And that's on them. It's not on you. doesn't mean you have to stay in that vision. Like, for example... I've worked on some projects at different times and I I didn't tell a soul what I was working on. Not because I was trying to be deceptive or um, keep secrets, but because I literally knew the verbiage or vocabulary that would come out of these people's mouths that would literally burst my bubble or deplete or deflate my enthusiasm. So I had to like purposely kind of hide away my, my vision until it felt like it was strong enough to be out in the world. So, you know, and it's the same thing, you know, like watching my, my work grow and my life like evolve and develop. I, there's been a lot of times where I couldn't share what I had going on because there are literally people in my life who love me, but literally cannot show up for me (laughs) because they can't see it or they still see the person I was and and a lot of times you know it takes them like to get them to see where I'm at today it takes them seeing other people view me as the new me or get on board with who I am and what I'm doing so I just want to encourage you that if you are having that experience where you want to create this new reality for yourself and you're fearful of, of starting it um, because you don't want to bring it to people that maybe you've known for a long time but they might not necessarily be able to see it, I don't think that means you shouldn't start it anyway. I think you should start it. Maybe start it in in a way like on a we were I was just on a class and we were talking about like starting things on like maybe a different platform 
maybe you know instead of like if you're presenting all your stuff on Facebook and that's where all your friends family the people you went to school with your exes you know um, maybe don't do it there right maybe you start a YouTube channel or you find another platform where you can be your authentic self and um you know that feels really really like potent and powerful and I know that that was super impactful um for me hearing that today uh in this class that I did actually with Jennifer Carmody who's um JK Ultra on TikTok and YouTube and uh and they're on Instagram as well but um that was super helpful so hopefully that reaches someone here today who's listening to this uh because I felt I have not felt inclined to record at all until I heard that I was like whoa this is impactful and it's really something I need to remember but also someone else needs to hear this as well because also I've been struggling I'm like what do I share what do I share (laughs) you know um because nothing has felt appropriate to share it's felt regurgitated and you know we're not the same as we were and that changes daily but I am definitely not the same after this trip to Egypt I mean I even I came back and I walked in and I I love my things and I loved having it's hard for me to have things in a home because like I've moved so much and I was homeless like multiple times so acquiring things has taken on a new meaning but there are parts of me when I got back I was like whose stuff is this so I started like really purging and um you know I've had a couple of sales here and there very unsuccessfully mind you I tend to give a lot of stuff away um because I'm not good at like you know selling stuff but I also like and I donated I've donated a lot over the last month or so to um like out of the closet and it's felt so freeing but you know, in the spirit of this new beginning and this new season that is approaching, I wanted to um, pull some cards from my Greenwood Tarot deck, which is another thing. I was like, wow, I, I've held on to this deck. If you know this deck, it's the Greenwood Tarot. It's been out of print for some time and it's from Ireland and I was fortunate to find a copy and i for so long have used things just special like I've kept it for myself but it was screaming at me yesterday as some divination tools do that it wanted to be utilized more and shared more so I'm going to do that now and I'm going to pull just some cards about um, this new season and how we can allow ourselves to be more um able to embrace and go for the things that we're supposed to go for you know and what energy do we need to be leading into this astrological new year with right so let's just see collectively for whoever is reading or reading listening (laughs) okay well very interesting the world tree green man and the five of stones Um, which is the card of endurance so when I'm looking at this I I see that there is this truly beautiful 
connection to all things that we are on a journey within and we can have the world we desire and I think there is this opportunity for us to feel our connection to everything and also really honor that as we are moving into this new season that we've completed a pretty important journey for ourselves um, in our lifetime stepping into the green man this card is the equivalent of uh, the emperor uh, in most decks but you know when I see this it's like there's a lot of there's so much green in this um, particular spread but building our lives our architecture our foundations like what is giving us the containers and the visions that we're having and I just feel like we're really stepping into it with a new confidence. That's what this new season is about. Like going, okay, we completed this cycle and now we can build a whole new world and we can build it with confidence and care and stability and vision. And what's interesting is right next to it, we have the five of stones, which is labeled as endurance and in some you know decks this would be considered the five of pentacles which can denote like at times loss and disappointment and you know especially in the physical world and I think there's as a reminder that we can't rely on the physical world to be the only thing that supports our um, our happiness and our connectivity we have to come back to these tools within ourselves and our visions and knowing that we're gonna get through it we are going to get through it, even even if it, these any losses that you're experiencing as we head into this new season. I really want to remind you that the loss is felt, but it's also quick moving. Like none of these losses are going to devastate you. OK, and after we move through this loss, what do we have here? All right. Knight of Arrows, which is the Hawk, Knight of Stones which is the wolf, and then the ace of stones, which is the foundation. So when I see knights, I often think of messengers, right? Especially with hawk and wolf here. Um, hawks, again, about vision, right? And perception. I always think of hawk. Um, uh, whenever I see a hawk, I get really excited because of a couple of things. One, to me, it's always a wink from my deceased uh, dad that raised me but also it's like it tells me that I am connected um, to spirit I'm connected to my and my vision are they're aligned right like because they can see it and then the same thing in the message of the knight of stones which is the wolf which is the teacher it's like there are important messages coming to you with from people with knowledge pay attention you know we're all um, consistently alternating between the student and the teacher so asking yourself, like, am I a teacher in this moment or am I a student? And allowing yourself to have that, um, that kind of ability to check in with yourself because we're not all one or all the other. And, you know, again, the Ace of Stones comes up right over the Five of Stones, which, you know, initially was the loss um, or the feeling of disappointment crossed by this new foundation, this new ace of stones. And what's interesting here is I'm also noting there the, in multiple of these cards, I'm noticing an, um, the drawing of a labyrinth. Labyrinths are also really important um, to denote like the life's journey. And, you know, you're going to have these moments of like replenishment and and um, release replenishment and release and that 
there is going to be replenishment soon. So if, if any of you are having like fears around the finances, there is going to be a replenishment soon. So try not to like um, hold on too tightly to that loss feeling. And um, just going to do one more row here. We have the death card, four of stones, which is protection. And we have the two of arrows, injustice. Okay. So when I look at these, there is going to be um, something that you're like, you've held onto you that needs to go. There's something, maybe I would say an injustice or an imbalance um, or an inability to move forward because it's like your resentments have held you um, in a place of protection. And maybe, you know, resentment has, has held you in a protective place because you're like, I'm not going to get hurt anymore. I'm not going to take a risk. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And it's, it's held you until now. But, you know, it becomes a, um, like a really rigid structure to live in because you can't like allow yourself the opportunity to open your arms to go towards more because there is a fear, right? If I move forward, um, I'm going to lose everything. Well, everything is collecting dust. So, <laughs> you know, take the risk. You've got the, per you have the grounding, you have the foundation that you need. You are protected. Um, you have the wisdom and the medicine and the vitality available to you. Um, but yeah, it is the end of an era. So, you know, grieve what you need to, but, you know, it's time to let that go. So um, my only other advice is as we're moving through the next eight to nine days is to really allow yourself to feel like um, and approach things with a gentleness, like the way a deer would, like being very... Um, methodical in your steps and you know again gentleness in every aspect especially the next eight to nine days that's going to bring you um it's not it's not that you're moving slowly because the deer can move quickly too right but there's something about being um intentional um and taking your time right not rushing through things and not procrastinating but very gracefully um, allowing yourself to, you know, walk through the next eight or nine days and noticing what you actually need and you don't need. And again, remembering, am I the student today or am I the teacher? And I think that's a really lovely thing that we're going to leave off on. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. And I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who listens, who shares the podcast, supports it. For all of you who send me a tip donations through Venmo or PayPal, I super appreciate you. I don't know when the next episode will be, but I do know that like I just want what I share with you to not just be more like fluff or hot air in the ethers, you know, and and I want to say thank you, especially to the people who let me be myself um, and allow me to be human and know that like as humans we are you know there's so many layers right but um yeah I'm just really grateful and uh, I hope you all are just doing great and you're gonna leap into the spring equinox with your best foot forward 
and big bright blessings to all of you as we move ahead. Blessed be. Thank you.